So researchers have shown that there is very little difference between the brains of men and women, even though we have that men are from, what, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. Mars. So while gender identity is a deeply held feeling of being male, female, or another gender, people of different genders often act differently, not because of biological characteristics, but because of rigid societal norms created Mm. around femininity and masculinity. So this term, toxic masculinity, is derived from studies that focus on violent behavior perpetrated by men and is designed to describe not masculinity itself, Mm -hmm. but a form of gendered behavior that results when expectations of what it means to be a man goes wrong. And I think that's the best way to simply put it. Yeah, but that's the 702 definition. Oh, wow. (laughs) Goodness me. So, yes, it means it's it's all about, you know, because we're African, we're black. Most of the time, especially as indoor in, in African culture, you are put up on a pedestal without even earning anything for you to be on that pedestal. Because you're a man, you are automatically supposed to be respected, automatically can down-talk others, you automatically can, you know what I'm saying, tell other people what to do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, without even being, how can I say, an example of the things that you want to be. A positive example. You know what I'm saying? So we are talking to you, young mm. men, where you believe or as part of being a man, you Mm. need to prove it, for example, by having multiple sleeping partners, by being violent, Mm -hmm. by proving that you are strong and you've arrived and Mm. ending your colors by getting involved in fights and violence with other people because you need to stay calm to be able to to prove that you are a man, but also to prove that you are street smart. So Mm. the toxicity aspect of it is almost as if you are attracted to specific ways of behaving that are unhealthy, that are harmful, Mm. but it is your way of facetting and showing that you are a real man and we're talking about the fact that some of those practices because they are unhealthy they actually end up hurting you mm-hmm. and make you a very difficult person to have in a relationship actually when i say difficult it's an understatement an unhealthy person to be to have in a relationship mm-hmm. whether in terms of mother son or man and woman mm-hmm. but the toxicity that the, the behavior that you have starts contaminating mm. uh, the, the relationships that you are in you know mm-hmm. d- does it start when little boys are, or when boys are young yeah. and they are told boys don't cry, be strong, uh. or he falls and the mother runs to cradle mm-hmm. him yes. and the father says, hey, Kimushiman, leave yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. He must learn to toughen up. Yes. Is that where it starts? It starts there. Mm. And it's, it's very subtle things that women also teach our little boys. It's not just men who teach men, but it's also women. It's also how as a family we're saying, or when you are busy baking with your mom, hey, we see, see, you're not really yeah. being a little boy. Understood. And then we are praising and affirming and, and recognizing all certain behaviors that we see as norms. Or that proves that you are a real young boy. You are a big boy mm-hmm. and you are a man when you do them. But the unfortunate part, they are unhealthy and they're harmful to the sense of self, but also they're harmful in terms of learning pro- positive social skills on how to assert yourself and how to define who you are without necessarily being attracted to violence and to things that but are damaging do, to other Do you know people. what, my sister? Sorry to <clears> cut <throat> you in there, doctor. We also need to look at what are the contributing factors behind young men becoming like this. Mm. Now, I'll give an example from my side. I was raised by a single mother. A mm. lot of boys out there are raised by single mothers. Yes. However, sometimes grow up to suffer from this toxic masculinity however they did not have a day-to-day male influence within their life sometimes we also need to think as women how are we treating these young men sometimes men young boys don't cry tears they cry bullets you understand and especially from the township i come from so we also need to say okay fine 
like for example, the one thing that my mother always drilled into my mind is that my father was useless. There you go. You understand? Mm. So mm. that's mm. my yeah. father was in jail for 13 years of my uh-huh. life. Mm. You understand? So I always had an example of a man being the most terrible thing to ever become. Mm. I thank God. I don't I don't say I thank God. I don't know how I did not end up becoming a person who hates males. Mm. Because some of the people who transform their the, the gender simply because they don't want to be set with the connotation of being Absolutely. a male. Absolutely. You know? Also, I've heard that's of young powerful. boys that are told at their father's funerals. And we're talking 10, 9 years old. Oh my God. No, not even. Yeah. You're the man of the house now. Yes. yes. For me, that is so scary yes. because mm. you're still a child. You're still a child. You're not allowed to be able to play. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You have to be perfect and you have to assume responsibilities. You're not mm. even mature to do. Mm. Oh, 89 We want to hear from you. What have your experiences yeah. been like with toxic masculinity? Yeah. Mongezi, yeah, Tam, man. the artist formerly known yeah. as, has just spoken about his particular experience. And maybe you're a mother mm. who is recognizing, actually, I just realized I'm doing this yeah, to my, my boy. To my boy. You mm. understand what I'm saying? Because then don't forget that that person who is raised knowing that your father is useless tries to then prove a point in society. Yes. You understand? Yeah. And then what are you, you going to become? You're going to become a person that sort of like does not want to be around women because women always make you feel less of yourself. So then what happens? You go out into the world and you play tough boy outside. But when you come back home, your mother makes you less than nothing. Or your wife. Or your wife. You understand? But now you have to understand something. I've been married for 10 years. And the key ingredient for my marriage being successful, fruitful, and still staying within love is because I've taught myself how to be submissive as a character. Mm. Most, hey, of the time, bars, eh? most of the time, women or men don't understand the fact that the only reason why they can sustain the lives that they are living is because of the support structure that the woman gives them. So submit yourself, allow them to take their place in your life. Doc, what do you think about what these, no, these I am things he's like, dropping? I'm just like, mm. I started laughing, but now like I'm getting yeah. schooled. You have, you, you are so potent. Um, I don't need to say anything. Come on mm. with you it. You are so potent. Let's hear from the callers. What do they say? All right. 089 We are speaking toxic <clears throat> masculinity. And maybe, actually, when mm-hmm. we come back, let's touch on what the role of African culture plays mm. in this narrative of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a colored person and you experience toxic masculinity yeah. completely different to the Zulu man in KZN, completely mm-hmm. different to the Betty man in Limpopo. Hashtag Metro FM Breakfast. Hashtag Metro FM Breakfast. Welcome to it. We are having such a powerful conversation here about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Please give us a call, 089-110-3377. This is your opportunity to have a conversation with our resident dog, Dogotela. Doc Mashwadieta. How? The truck. Get truck and truck. Uh, don't dilute Truck Matrangi. <laughs> don't dilute it, guys. It's, the, it's, it's real. This is real. Yeah, um, and I really would love to step back and yeah. allow you to speak. Yeah. I want you to be mindful of something mm. that you are putting yourself in the forefront. Yeah. And this is your case study. You are Come making on yourself a case study. Yeah. And I want you to be mindful of the power, the energy behind what you say. Mm-hmm. And I need you when we finish the conversation to reflect about where actually are you? Because mm. in telling your story, you are also revealing how it has wounded you. Yeah. You are also sharing a narrative about how you've overcome it. Mm. But the energy behind it tells me that you're still reeling from it. Mm. Do you know what? I'll tell you something. I've been trying to make peace with it all my life. Mm. 
You have to understand something. Once you're a child raised by a single mother who continuously drills in your head that your father is useless, mm. that you, are, you, you amount to nothing simply because you are your father's son, you know, it becomes such a difficult thing to get over. Yeah. I'm not over it to this day because even throughout that turmoil, I decided to change my surname from Ungawandwani to Matango, which is my father's surname. Wow. And tell you the honest truth, it's something that I speak about openly and publicly, but my mother dislikes me for it mm-hmm. and has not seen my children because they are both Matango. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So now when the hate becomes generational, it started off as a, a lovebird relationship that ended up with a... It's the correct word to use, a bastard of a child, which is me, Mm. right? Then it affects what? My children's children. It affects my children as well because my mother feels affected by the chain. So now my children are hated simply because of the hate she has for my father. You understand? So that's when the toxic, the masculinity toxicness starts to arise because you then as a man try and fight against that system. But you're self-harming yourself. Maybe your mother needs counseling. Maybe mm. she needs therapy. Maybe she needs help. Mm. And that is not your it's not your, your problem. It shouldn't be bestowed upon you. Okay. So look, we, we're going to need to go to, to the news. Call it, yeah. And I, I really want you, Doc, to mm. to jump in on, on what is so real because yeah. his testimony can speak to so many, to so many listeners. Oh eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Give us a call. Your experience might be completely different, but there's something in this conversation that you might be relating to. Join the conversation. We're speaking about toxic masculinity mm. this morning, and we're joined by the good doctor. Doctor, uh, there's a tweet I want to quickly read to you that somebody's posted. Um, they say here, we don't suffer from toxic masculinity. We suffer from lack of masculinity. Mm. We're holding boys and men to the same standards as women. We're mm. not the same. There are many men who are confused because they are taught that what comes naturally to men is toxic. Women are only comfortable with masculinity when it's on their terms, which are inconsistent at best. One minute it's we want chivalry. The next chivalry is demeaning to women. Mm-hmm. We're not the same. Neither are we meant to be the same. The qualities that both genders possess are meant to complement each other, not compete. Mm. Um, that is the conversation for, for another day. Mm. Right now, the conversation we are talking about is the expression that you are a man, the mm. expectation mm. that you are a man when you behave in certain ways that define you in a way where you are aggressive, mm. where you are feeling that you cannot be emotionally vulnerable, mm. where you feel that you need to I- engage in extreme forms of violence, where you need to engage in, in behaviors that are harmful to self as well as harmful mm. to other people that you mm. care about because that is your way of asserting your authority or your identity as a man. Mm. The part about the toxic masculinity is that it is socially negotiated, socially mediated. It is how we bring up our kids. It's not just done by other men, but it's also about what we recognize and what we actually encourage in our small boys. Mm. That if you are crying, you are not being a real boy. If you are playing with dolls, you're not being a real boy. If you are looking more like your mom, you are not really a real boy. But it also can be in in very corrosive way. And Mungese has been speaking about it, where as a mom, for example, mm. you are showing a lot of anger and 
and you are taking out your frustration on your boy child because of the wounds you carry mm. uh, from the the, 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 the baby daddy, yeah. right? But there's also issues around how as families, we tend to make boys without preparing them emotionally mm. properly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. giving them the skills to be able to deal with life out there, yeah. ask them to deal with the challenges without necessarily equipping them properly. Yeah. And then they express violence, they yeah. express aggression, and they express uh, roles that are actually harmful to them and to other people. That's the conversation at hand. And the difference today is that we have Mungesi sharing his story. Mm. It's a very powerful story mm. because he's a he's somebody that we look up to. I watch you on cartoon uh, notes. <laughs> <laughs> It's because I said you look more bright. Comedy Central. Yeah, because I was man. watching you the other day. Yeah, right? man. And your story moves me. It's very Thank humbling you. for me to hear you. Yeah, but man. I want you to speak about the fact that you have been very conscientious. You've been very intentional to not let the wounds inflicted by what your mom has been saying and what she has done to yeah. you and what your stepfather has been saying and what he has done to you. Not let that become the toxic, the toxicity that you transfer mm. to your To babies. my children because yeah. I have a stepson mm. as well who so, is 15. Yes. So let's yeah. talk about how you've turned that around for yourself. Okay. So let's do this. We're going to come back to this conversation because uh, it, it needs proper time. And I see so many people who are like, great topic, it needs time. So we're going to take a quick breather. We are running a bit of a boom blaster competition. These are the song selections. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. She's back on the breakfast banger. Mm. Don't call yourself King Angie. You are taking away my masculinity. Dogatella is not taking away the masculinity. Absolutely not. It's affirming you that your choices need to be responsible. <laughs> you and when the repercussions own. are not what you expect, do not blame somebody else. Take it on the chin. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it And in. it's okay to cry about it. No, I will cry. I will cry. We will hug you. Hi. Doctor, we've got a couple of calls, so let's take yes. some questions yeah. and then jump back into it. Good morning, Koketo. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Fine, thanks. And you? Morning, Koketo. I'm great, thanks. Mm, hello, 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 hello. Come on with it. Ah. Uh, mm, go ahead. As a woman, I've experienced uh, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. When a man tells you that when I command you, will not question. What? When a, when a command commands you? When a man tells you that when he commands you, you will not question. Oh, you will not question. Is that your dad or your? And or your... I'm just thinking, what happened to my individualism? Mm. So did I grow up and become independent for somebody to dictate my life? No, mm. my sister. It also comes upon what kind of questioning are you doing? Because sometimes your man will come home and say, "Baby, why did you? Uh, can you please cook?" And then you come back home, "Mama, ah, ah, pay." Then the fight starts from that. You know what I'm saying? So, do, do you think that is it from which, from where are you coming from with this with this factor? Commands. Commands. No, where are you coming with it from? That when he says we are we are not going anywhere this weekend, we will not go anywhere. Mm. Mm. Doc, your Yes, How did we come about that? Sure. Doc? Doctor? Um, um, what I'm understanding is that you are describing what your partner, I think it's your partner, not your dad, what your partner was doing as toxic. Mm. And we're going to be referencing the fact that it have a negative impact on you as the person in the relationship and what to do about it. The question is, are you still in the relationship or have you left? And I say that because of perhaps the toxicity sometimes, you only recognize it because it's having a negative impact on mm. other people in mm. the scenario. But I also want to encourage callers who are experiencing the, the toxicity within himself. You are not 
not aware that you've joined a gang. You are fighting, you are kicking your woman, you are swearing at your mom, mm. and you are overspending, you are the nice Moreki and the blesser because you are in relationships that are actually harmful to you, but you are doing it because of you're trying to prove you've arrived, you're successful, yeah. you are yeah. a man, without understanding the fact that because you are depressed and you're not giving permission and space to say, it is actually toxic to you to not get in touch with your feelings and express mm. them and admit that you need help, that that is also part of toxic masculinity. And mm. I put it that way because I don't just want it to be a reference point of somebody receiving it, that we're saying, oh, you are being toxic to me. I want you to also recognize it as an individual, as a young man, that what you are going through could be a manifestation of it and you're not even aware. All right, uh, we're going to take two calls. We mm. are chatting to psychologist, life coach, and trainer, Dr. Tepiso Matenji. Sam, good morning. Good morning. How are you, my good people? We're good. We're good. Gentle Thank brother, you. Sam. We are nice. Good, good to good. hear your voice. Yes, man. Tell us. Very quick, doctor. Here is a man growing up in a very abusive uh, 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 family from the father's side. Mm. And then the man trying to adjust from that situation, he grow up, he meet uh, a certain type of a woman who's just a bit complicated and difficult. Mm. But now the challenge is, you know, in most of the time, uh, we, we, we become, you know, uh, 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 victims mm. and unnecessarily because we can't speak up. For example, you okay. know, you are in a bedroom trying to discuss a very critical relationship issues. Mm. And then whereas, obviously, as a man or whoever is the point, you feel like you are right, irrespective. Yeah. But the, but the women decide, out of several times reacting the same way, that time, I don't know how best can I use the word provoke, mm-hmm. but and then how do you behave? And I've been trying to hold the fact that, all right, you know how bad it is mm. to be an abusive man. Mm. And I've been trying to control that all over the time. Yeah. But on that particular bad day, after trying to show your woman that, you know, what you're doing is wrong, what yeah. you're doing is not right, yeah. you're trying to control and trying to manage the, the very bad experience you've grown up in, you know. Okay. But that particular woman, thinking she's right, I, it doesn't matter whether she's right or she's wrong, but mm. for the fact that, how, how do you expect a man to behave in a room, closed door, whereby he can't cry, he mm. can't do anything? Sure. Um, Brasem, I'm going to answer you. Your first mistake was you when thinking when it happened at home, when it happened in the way that you grew up with the, with the, with the context that you had, that it did not cause you any harm. Mm. You assumed that because you survived it physically, that means emotionally and psychologically and mentally, you are ready to take it. And the thing is, you will only know that you have reached breaking point when somebody pushes beyond your boundaries. And because of you think by controlling it, you have actually dealt with, you know, you've developed the competence to deal with somebody who pushes your boundaries. You were making a mistake, Brasem. In mm. fact, it is when you recognize that what happened when I was growing up wounded me. It mm. actually ill prepared me to deal with a cantankerous woman, a woman who's going to be domineering and talk down to me and not actually recognize when we are speaking, we have to show us re- uh, each other respect. Yeah. In that moment, I'm vulnerable and I'm drawn back into that place where I will lose control because actually I don't have the competences to deal with it. I have mm. just been suppressing, thinking just because I'm not reacting, I'm able to control it. Mm. By the way, just because you're controlling and suppressing something, 
it doesn't mean you are able to manage it. When mm. you are managing something, Brasem, you are aware of what your triggers are. You are aware of the competencies that you need to be able to deal with the emotional impact of those things. You know how to self-correct in the moment. You are able to recognize this is my issue. This mm. is Tepiso's issue. She's being disrespectful. I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going to walk away. Mm-hmm. You do not let Tepiso push you to the point where you end up hitting her or throwing her against the mm. wall. Because in that way, you have not controlled or managed it. The issue is you now. It's no longer Tepiso being disrespectful. All right, Silo, good morning. Go ahead. Good morning, Lebuja. How are you? Good, thanks. And you? I'm all right. I'm all right. And then good morning to everyone in the studio. Um, I just want to agree uh, with more on what you said, especially as we were raised by a single mom and yeah. the grannies. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult, whereby I was also raised by a single mom, and mm-hmm. then she passed on when I was, I think, first 18 years. But mm-hmm. it was only one way. Um, when I come back home crying, saying, Mang Mang, uh, mm. and then it was a matter of how na So hey. can you fight for yourself? Mm. So hey. it, it, it becomes very difficult. Even right now, when my daughter comes back home, Mang Mang it, it reflects and say, well, now why don't you do the same? It, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. It, it, yeah, it is. Um, let's move beyond because when we are talking, pe- there's people, young people who are listening. There's young mothers out there. There's mm. young fathers out there. And we, we uh, tell us more. Can can share a bit more? Yes, it is difficult. How do we move beyond the difficulty point where? You've been socialized and taught what it is okay as a boy child to respond to violence with violence. It is okay to not let somebody push you to the point where you are powerless and helpless. Mm. You need to come back with aggression. How do you push beyond it and not respond with aggression? Do you know what? The most important thing, guys, is that we are forgetting to inform and tell our partners where we come from emotionally. Don't be talking to your partner, your, your partner about, oh, when I was five, I lived in Sochanguve, then we moved to wherever. No, that is understandable. But talk about the emotional torments that are within your life. Mm-hmm. So those triggers that my brother was speaking about previously, he has to let them be known to his woman that don't do this thing because mm-hmm. one trigger. And it's not fair for you to use that kind of stuff against me in an argument in order mm-hmm. to prove yourself right. And not just trigger But that's the first phase that's the first phase of mm. being self-aware where you mm. know where your wounds are yes. and what are the things that trigger you but also being able to give your partner feedback yeah when you do one two three four you five trigger you me. are triggering me but yeah. that's not enough mm. because once you are aware you need to do, do something. something about it you need to be able to let your pressure points be things where you develop the competence to deal with them and you can't do them alone you have mm. to go for counseling you have yeah. to go for therapy to learn the skills that are specific to you and then you learn how to self-manage so that when somebody does trigger you mm. you breathe you mm-hmm. take a walk mm-hmm. you be able you do certain things to, to 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 vent to release that energy that frustration that pain without necessarily causing harm to yourself or to other people yeah. and then thirdly self-correct yeah, because man. you are going to make mistakes i get but mm-hmm. then in self-correct you also have to teach people how to treat you yeah. when you don't know how to treat you and you haven't learned the competencies you're going to let people continue playing all over your head and mm-hmm. then you're going to feel horrid they are pushing me and pushing pushing me yeah. now i'm justified and wrecked because i've been holding it together uh-uh yeah. that just means your eq is low and you haven't developed the competence to deal with your issues all right, let's go to Anonymous. Anonymous, doctors listening, go ahead. Uh, good morning to everyone. Good morning, my brother. Uh, mine is a very difficult one. Mm. I grew up in a very beautiful environment. In fact, my father was a hardworking man, and we had everything. But at the age of 11 years, when I was 11 years, yeah. he died. And Sorry, suddenly everything was no longer there. We couldn't find or couldn't get what 
we used in, in I mean to get uh, in our lives. Mm. And unfortunately, due to circumstances, we had to go with my mother and my brother to stay in a shack. I mean, having everything and to go to stay in a shack. Mm. Now, in that environment, we and my brother had a lot of clothes, so we started being called names like cheese boy, salmon cooking, and all those okay. things. Okay. And when you go back to where you grew up, uh, older people would call you and call you like, uh, this is Praswandani's child and stuff. And so a lot of things were said that were negative to me, and I started being very, very aggressive in such a way that at the age of 16, people in my neighborhood, fathers, mothers, and I was the leader of a gangster. Now, that continued, and uh, I think for close to 15 to 20 years, uh, me being very aggressive, and, and now I have children, and at some stages, I look at my kids, and, you know, the older one, I would just find myself holding it in a very inappropriate way, you know, mm-hmm. and I would choke him at times and mm-hmm. think, hey, this one, mm-hmm. I would move like her, but yeah. then... Um, it was myself and my mother that tried to heal me because my mother was a very good mother. She would tell me um, good things. Don't do this. Uh, in fact, she wouldn't um, promote bad Fine. things that I do. In fact, she would take me to counseling if she had to. And, mm-hmm. well, I think I'm getting better in life. And, uh, yeah, well, that's my story. And, you know, can I talk to you? Um, Dineo, who's the, you mean the doctor? Sorry? The doctor. You said no, no, Yes, the doctor can answer, but can I speak to Leo um, oh, offline Leo. if it's possible? Myself. Yes, Dineo. Which Dineo? We're Dineo? so confused. There's, doctor, there's a doctor and Rick. Okay, okay. <laughs> An- Anonymous, I think we got the gist of what you're saying. Listen uh, on the radio. Yeah, I'll pass you back to our producer. Let's hear what you needed to say. Yeah. Doc, <clears throat> just to uh, respond to his story. I feel for you. Uh, yeah. Just because of you've recognized or now you are acting out aggressively towards your kids. Actually, let's call it what it is. You are physically abusive. Mm. And because of the wounds of the bullying going through your life, mm. uh, you've internalized a lot of things and now you your self-regulation, your self-control is very poor. Actually, it's zero. So now you've become a perpetrator of violence and you're mm. abusive to your children. I get it that your intention is not to abuse. Maybe it is to chastise your children and to teach them the right way. But you are doing it in a very harmful way. Now it's going on three generations, right? Mm. I need you to go for help. I respect you for being able to call yourself out and be able to call it what it is and then to admit that it, it's because of you've been wounded. But you have not done any healing because those kids do need to learn, but not in a way that, that traumatizes them. Do you know what I honestly and truly believe and I'll send this message to all South African males out there I'll tell you one thing you know no matter how hard your situation is you know you must probably might hear this all the time no matter how difficult it may come or no matter how frustrated you are in any situation just know and understand that the only way to make peace with yourself is if you truly find a relationship with the God of your understanding. Once that is locked down, once your spirituality is in tune, you'll also now start seeing the change within your physical life. It will manifest. So start emotionally, start inside. How I got over my mother's abuse, do you know what I did? I prayed about it. And and, and And I'm cool with it. And I go for therapy. So do the same.
Yo, guys, it's such a heavy subject. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there. At T Madent is where you can find a psychologist, life coach, and trainer, Dr. Tippi. So, Madenji, who will be back with us next week, Wednesday. The lines are going crazy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, man. Tam, yes. where can we find you on Twitter? Yo, you guys can find me. Uh, I've changed my name. I'm not, I'm not Tall as Mo on Twitter. It's Tam Gaming Inc. And you can find me on Instagram, Tall as Mo, the gamer. And we're all about fourth industrial revolution. So, if you want to find out more, email me at info at Tam Gaming, T A M Gaming Inc. Co. Z A or Tolas Mo Love at gmail.com.